Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer. We're studying the theme of prayer throughout the Bible, and right now we're studying the book of Psalms, which is really considered the prayer book of the Bible. Many of the Psalms are prayers. Today I'm reading from Psalm 16. The heading of the Psalm says, It is a miktam of David. A miktam was probably a musical term of some type. So like many of the Psalms, this one was likely intended to be set to music. Psalm 16 reads, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. David begins the psalm by uh, asking God to preserve him, saying, For in you I take refuge. Apparently, David, at the time of the composition of this psalm, was facing some adversity or reflecting on some adversity or persecution he had faced. So he asks God to preserve him, to protect him. David goes on to acknowledge, I have no good apart from you. Then David expresses his commitment to worship God in God alone when he says, the sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. In other words, I will not worship the idols that are worshiped by others. Then David notes in verse 8 something that I think is a particularly important uh, thought for us to grasp when he says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. David is saying, regardless what I'm facing in life, I'm looking to the Lord. I'm looking upon the Lord. I have set the Lord always before me. We do this as we bring our burdens to God in prayer and place our attention and our focus on Him, on His greatness, on His sufficiency, on His steadfast love and His care for us. Then in verses 9 and 10, David speaks words that are messianic. That is, they point to the Messiah, Jesus when he says, uh, therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. These words were preached by both the Apostle Peter and the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts to refer 
to the resurrection of Jesus, that though he died, he did not remain in the grave. His body was not allowed to see corruption. These verses point to the resurrection of Jesus. And then Psalm 16 include, uh, concludes with a beautiful statement about eternal life when David says, in your presence, there's fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16 teaches us that as we pray and take our refuge in God during the trials of life, we must remember that God is not only our refuge in this life, but He will be our refuge, our eternal home for all of eternity.